0: Welcome to Last Minute Earth. My name is Lex Jurgen, As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. Matt's had the same kind of shitty down week as Donald Trump, only he can't force a hot Slovenian model to blow him and make it all better. So much worse week than Donald Trump. Uh, Trump's had a pretty shitty week, by the way. And uh, I will never be voting for Trump. I think he's a enormous asshole. But I will say this. I think somehow the entire media, within 24 hours, came out with the idea that he's, n- that he's nuts. And that seemed to spread across the media like... Exceedingly fast, like as if a conspiracy had occurred. Yeah,
1: it's like a junior high school or something. Like he's Gossip. losing it. Yeah, like he's been saying stupid shit for the last six months.
0: Uh, for, since he came, the day he came out to announce he was president, he was saying worse shit a year ago than he's saying now. I mean, like, oh, he made fun of a Muslim dead Muslim guy. He was doing that like a year ago. That's not fucking. Nuts. He That's wants just to
1: ban Muslims from coming into the country. What, that was a,
0: that? Was one year ago he said that
1: making fun of a one Muslim dead soldier? Guy. Yeah,
0: there's definitely there's definitely some Hillary with the media shit going around because that like, that whole like. Whole loose screw nuts thing went out really fast, like in 24, 48 hours. Uh-huh. And pretty soon it was on every single network was saying like the exact same thing.
1: I, I noticed that, too. It was the, the very same narrative, like he's spiraling.
0: yes, yeah, <laughs> spiraling. And they had the thing like, what will they do if he drops out? That was a new thing. <laughs> Republicans scrambling if he drops out, which he could have always done all along. And by the way, he still might do. That's kind of an interesting story. This week's show is sponsored by the WNBA, 6'5", and Elena Della Don's coming out announcement. Lady Del Don's coming out announcement, the most unnecessary press conference ever. <laughs> she, uh, she came out today. She's down in Brazil. Uh, she came out today and announced that she's a lesbian, which uh, I don't know if, do you think WNBA players need to come out anymore as lesbian, or is that just sort of a given? Like, wouldn't you come out as straight? Would you just make an announcement, like, look, everyone, just so you know, I like guys?
1: Yeah, that would be, if you're, if you're like stripping or something, that would be worth. Letting us know about it.
0: Yeah, if you just just if you're in the market, just if a guy can hit on you, I think is like if you're a WNBA player. I think to me, that's what I'd want to know. I just assume they're all lesbians, right? That well, golf, that in ladies golf, I don't want to bother hitting on a lady. Many
1: of the WNBA players are kind of lesbians, just out of the fact that you know no guys are into it. Really? I, yeah, no one wants to fuck a six foot five chick,
0: uh, dude. That seems very rude of you. Now I feel bad for Lady Della Don. She can dunk, so she claims. I've never seen on video, never seen a real one in the game before. I wish to contact the show. Hit us up on Twitter, at Last Man Podcast, or on Facebook, also at Last Men Podcast. Man Podcast. Matt, you've offended every woman ever in this world. Now you've offended tall women. <laughs> like, that was the last straw. I agree with you. A 6'5", tall woman is like fucking a man. There is, there is, <laughs> there is that aspect to it. Um, Just the, the angles
1: of the actual physical lovemaking are thrown way out of whack.
0: It it's definitely would be a weird thing. I can't say I've ever tried that before. So you're a tall guy. Though. You can handle it. Short guy, I uh, can see yeah. a short guy's complex, you know I don't like it's just uh, I uh, it was on
1: washington State University's campus one time it's a real hell hole in cow country and um, hooked up with one of the the volleyball players and yes, the, I think she was taller than I was and um you know i don't I don't want to say I never woke up in like a dude's bed, but <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: did she cradle, did she carry you off to her bed did she lift you up like in a fireman's carry and cradle you over to her bed oh,
1: man those thighs if you saw her the thing was if you saw her across the room you're like all right but yeah. then you walk up to her and you're like god damn her the thighs are thicker than my waist.
0: Yeah, that was that must have been uh, amazing. Uh, <laughs> a closest, close, second closest you've probably come to gay. Uh, speaking of gay, let me ask you. I uh, I don't know if you even know this news. So I, I, if you want to cry, you cry in air. Uh, I am Caitlyn was canceled uh, uh-huh. for me. <laughs> yes, I know. And it was down to the one like one viewer, and it was targeting your zip code. So I'm pretty sure it was you. Uh, I am Caitlyn was canceled for the for the amazing television reason. The only reason television ever cancels anything was because nobody was watching. The ratings were down. Uh, Let me ask you, Matt. uh, I sort of wanted this in the beginning. I knew it was a novelty when she first came out, and ESPN gave her the Arthur Ashe Courage Award. She was on every magazine. But was there ever a real audience for this show?
1: Um, Let's see. Tranny Republicans uh, who are unlikable and not very interesting or funny. or And
0: don't actually have sex. (laughs) Mm -mm. Um, No. (laughs)
1: Because if you're a chick that's into shopping, I think you just watch like... The, the regular Kardashians. You watch the real Kardashians. You know because they're um, not interesting or anything, but um, they're not, like, super freaky looking.
0: They're also not 6'4 with broad shoulders, so at least you can think I, can, I might be able to wear that. They do have some weird body dysmorphic shit going on, but you're right. Nobody want to watch uh, Caitlyn shop. Nobody want to watch Caitlyn giggle. That was fucking Didn't scary. they
1: always tease that she was going to, like, fuck someone, but she never did or something? Yes, yeah, so that
0: was a problem. Like, you'd think, like, someone who, like, Bruce apparently said he wanted to be, like, a woman for his entire life, now he's like 65. He finally becomes a woman, gets $200,000 worth of surgery, he has amazing breasts, apparently, and still will not fuck a dude. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, I'm like, I'm not watching that, but at least there'd be an audience for that, right? If Caitlin just went nuts and just started fucking glory-holing dudes and shit like that, at least there'd be, like, some context, some substance to the show.
1: Yeah, the storyline would be like, you know, who's the bottom, even though I think we all know. Yes. Um, you know, I'd, I'd be curious. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, no, I, I could hear the gold medal, like, clinking back and forth. <laughs>
1: I was in um, uh, I went to Catholic school in junior high so they were doing this thing about you know people proposition you for sex and so they said like well some guy wants to trade you money for sex and I was like well is he the the top or the bottom and they're like this is totally irrelevant and I'm like well you're the one that brought it up like I wasn't thinking about it
0: yes and did they give you the exclusion for Men of the Cloth, by the way?
1: <laughs> I, I think that, <laughs> they were trying to tell us something.
0: Rectory, okay? Rec, rectum, no good. Rectory, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this is a show where like it's, it's sort of like the lowest of the lowest common denominator. Really seemed very exploitative. And yet there was nothing at the end of the rainbow. There was no nasty shit going on. The to me, the, Cardass- the reason people watch the Kardashians is... They're just fucking dumb and uh, ignoring all this other shit. But at the end of the day, they're doing a lot of fucking, they're doing a lot of drinking. They're doing a lot of mm-hmm. fucking divorcing and, and having children out of wedlock. They're doing all that fucking crappy trailer, tra- trailer park shit. Mm-hmm. Which at least you can go. oh, God, I hate them. they're just. But Bruce doesn't do anything. He just he's just a lump.
1: I think they. I know. I think they tried. Like you know, he probably had some pretty good PR behind him. And I would read these articles for some goddamn reason. I'd see him pop up. Like no, he's he's drinking a little more. Yeah, right. I'm like oh, he's having some wine. Like I never watched the show. I'm assuming it was fucking unbearable.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, Bruce Jenner is all his women issues, gender issues. I think he's gay. Whatever. At the end of the day, he's just a boring old Republican. He's just like an old, you know, he's just a 65-year-old white Republican dude who is kind of hesitant to do much in life, and he's kind of boring. And
1: he probably didn't have anyone, you know, critical or even just sort of questioning of him on the show. Like, I would like to know, like, if you're a woman and you're fucking some dude, how, how does that not make you gay when you still got the, the
0: ween? Yeah, know? I think that killed him too, by the way. He never went full tranny. He kept that dick, and I, I think heard that he was really getting hurt. the vag, or no? No, no. He held, he's that's another reason, another Republican thing, right there. Can't even commit. Can't even like, commit to being full woman. It's like he just he was so conservative about everything. He like became a woman finally, and still held on to his fucking junk. Well,
1: you know, he probably had some reservations. I mean, I just popped a blister on my foot, and you know, I've been I've been limping around. I yes. mean. Damn, that, that's a serious operation. But that's like
0: that just goes to show why the show was such a f- fictitious bullshit. He's a tranny who couldn't even go through with the fucking the biggest part of you know what every guy says is like I would never fucking cut off my dick. He didn't even cut off his dick. He never even made the fucking big leap that would show he's committed to the the whole project. I think
1: they kind of just butterfly it, but it's not like they have any like glands in there, right? It's just kind of an open wound. No, you're gonna
0: make me ill. Now the blister on your foot was bad. Now <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking about the giant blister. What I'm saying is you know Khloe Kardashian she's a fuck up she'll actually go fuck a rapper or she'll fuck Lamar Odom Lamar Odom's actually really going to die he actually had a real coma in a real brothel fucking lots of chicks on on, on uh, nutritional Viagra well, you- they actually do life and death deadly stupid ass consequence shit mm-hmm. and so there's like some real even though the whole show is fake there's some realness to what they're doing because everyone goes oh no it's like you know, like oh, the old days of wrestling, uh, you know, fake wrestling, they still fucking broke their backs and cut their faces with the real blood coming out yeah. like that. There were some real consequences to what was going on with Caitlin. There was just no consequences. Well, don't either.
1: you think they put out some feelers, though, to like just certain like garbage Hollywood guys that have been around a while for like Ray J or like, um, I don't know, just some scrub like the other guy from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, you know. Thank you. Um, and they just couldn't find a taker, you know, you mean to fuck him. Just to fake date him on the show. Yeah,
0: I think that was what going on. I think I think it was probably Bruce who said, no, I don't want to do that. I just don't think he's comfortable being gay. I mean, I think at the end of the day, he's like did all this shit and he's still not comfortable admitting that he's gay. Right. And that sort of killed the whole thing. Although he has been, been, he has been seen in photos in London with a young black man. Uh, so hmm. just throw that out there. Whatever whatever trannies and young black men do in London is their own business. Well,
1: he's a Republican. Maybe it's just like his housemaid <laughs> or something. House yeah. <laughs>
0: nice uh, I'm Kate I'm sorry to see you go it really here's the thing people go why was it cancelled it was cancelled for low ratings there's no TV show that is too sick or too low as common denominator or too stupid to stay on the air for 10 years mm-hmm. it's always fucking ratings goodbye Caitlin we hardly, we hardly need by the way guest spots on the Kardashians are gonna going to be go up the wazoo right now so look for that to be, look, for, look for Bruce to be folded back and if Bruce goes back to being a man that could be the story That'd be awesome. Do you actually watch this stuff? No, I don't. Well, I read, I see the, I see the little girls around town with their tits hanging out. All right. I like that part. Goodbye, Bruce. Uh, Matt, let me ask you. I know you uh, were a little late today because you signed a lot of change.org petitions. <laughs> I'm not sure what the change.org petition does, but uh, I, I called the change.org petition today the limp white dick at an all-black, big black cock party it's like (laughs) it is really like signing a change there's nothing more impotent than signing a change.org petition that's the I gotta be uh, in terms of like slacktivism. that has to be on yeah. the very bottom you wrong. can
1: tell they're pretty frivolous because like if you sign one it'll be like don't you sign these other 30 <laughs> yes, yes. It's like what I don't know. like the
0: guy outside the outside the grocery store with the clipboards yeah. has more integrity than change.org <laughs> like oh you want st- to more money for the schools how about you sign this for uh, free weed how about you sign this for the uh, where you can no longer park in the streets
1: imagine if change.org actually could make change yes. like we would be living in a completely different society right now.
0: Well, that's a good. I mean, people complain about uh, gridlock in Congress and how nothing gets done and all that kind of crap. But the alternative to that is like the democracy rules by the internet, which is where like ten thousand people on Twitter start a hashtag campaign, and then we start changing legislation based on that. Yeah, which is the only thing worse. Which is like people who actually like sign change.org petitions get to like make law, start making law.
1: Right. Does that work? Like Disney's like, yeah, we're going to put in a fucking full frontal dike scene on Elsa part two or <laughs> yeah. frozen The yeah. fucking. Captain America is now making out with
0: Bucky. Skinamax edition. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America three, the gate, the gate ascends. Uh, so change uh, the latest petition. People, people upset at Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Suicide Squad hasn't, as of the date of this podcast has not come out yet, but it's got generally negative reviews across the board from reviewers. So Rotten Tomatoes was about thirty percent, I think, when the last time I checked on Suicide Squad, that pissed off comic book people who love Suicide Squad, which, by the way, I did not know was a comic book until uh, I heard about the movie. And These
1: people haven't seen the movie yet, right? No, they haven't For seen the, the movie.
0: No, they just don't like that it's uh, Rotten Tomatoes giving it a rotten score.
1: How could you not like if a movie you haven't seen is getting negative reviews? Uh,
0: that's a good question. You have to, <laughs> to read the Change.org petition, and, and uh, there are no questions. It's just yes or no that you can sign. They want, they actually want Rotten Tomatoes shut down, mm-hmm. <laughs> just shut down. Not like and uh, to no longer be a .dot com because they feel you know and again I'm going to say this is there's some justification of what they're saying. They feel that DC movies across the board, DC universe, comic book movies get treated uh, more unfairly than Marvel universe uh, movies. Mm-hmm. And I, while I'm not nerdy enough to go into too much depth on that in terms of the characters from the comic books, uh, I know you love a good corporate conspiracy and, and <laughs> Disney owning Disney owning ABC obviously and a bunch of other media outlets. And owning the Marvel franchise, I can see in some ways how beyond just the quality of the film, how Marvel might get better, pre, you know, better pre-opening reviews than a DC Comics thing would.
1: Yeah, because you know, the, there's just so many more movies coming out with like Disney Studios that they're afraid to lose access, right? So. Yeah, we talked
0: about all the free trips people get from all this shit. Yeah. So you definitely do not want to offend Disney. In fact, just getting on the Disney PR list, you have to answer a lot of questions. I think you have to sing The Mickey Mouse song Or some shit like that I don't know what it was It was really difficult Do you
1: have no backbone yes. Or integrity Yes
0: Alright uh, Would you like free uh, By the way they also give out Free tickets to Disneyland Just so you know uh, But I have noticed From reading the reviews I assume I, I Having attended 15 or 20 Of these comic book movies Now myself uh, I would say DC and Marvel are about on par in terms of quality, and it does seem like DC gets worse reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's nothing A, there's nothing a change.org petition can do about that, because that's just fucking lame. <laughs> uh, and B, we talked about this last week, the Rotten Tomatoes score is not, it's not about a grade for the movie itself. It's just that dude in a dark room somewhere counting up who kind of liked it, who kind of didn't like it.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of them are just, could go either way, flip of the coin. I mean, you know, I'm sure that Suicide Squad is not... Uh, you know, going to win any Oscars? I doubt that. A year from now, it'll be talked about as a as a seminal movie.
0: No, but you mentioned like you mentioned this week how uh, there were, uh, people are calling it sexist, right? So they called it sex. They're labeled that Suicide Squad was sexist. Well, that word alone could get around to enough reviewers or critics that they had they saw the movie. They kind of like it, but they hedged the review a little bit mm-hmm. because they don't want to be labeled as like promoting the sexist movie. And therefore, it goes from being a sort of positive to a sort of negative, And the Rotten Tomato guy clicks it as a negative. Next thing you know, I mean, you can draw from 80 to 40 really quickly in Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I also don't know how many movie reviewers. I feel like comic book people and movie reviewers are like a really different demographic. You know, I mean, so, yeah, someone says like, well, Harley Quinn. Neither of them uh, get late. Neither of them have sex.
0: have had sex the last 10 years. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're talking about this this comic book character as if like this is mainstream knowledge. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, we all know what Quinn's about. Like <laughs> yeah. she's the fucking president or something. <laughs> So, yeah, it could get back to them. Like, shit, I don't know. Maybe it is sexist or whatever.
0: Are we getting to a point when, like, nerds can just gather together on the Internet and just change shit? Could get big change made? Are, are people going to become, like, we're going to talk about something on campus later. Like, a few people on campus protesting can change the whole campus. Do you think a few nerds on the Internet can actually change, like, not that they can legally shut down Rotten Tomatoes, but do you think they can get, like, Rotten Tomatoes changed or reviewers to change things or actually effects a big change? Are we getting close to that point? No. What? I think we are really. You don't think a hashtag? You don't think? Well, look at Black Lives Matter. That was a big one, obviously. But you don't think a hashtag itself, with twenty thousand people behind it, actually starts to influence the media and starts influencing policy?
1: Well, I mean, I guess it could influence, like you said, review. I don't think Rotten Tomatoes is just a site that that compiles reviews. No, they don't and, give a shit. I mean, why would they care? People are talking about it. I mean, I think are you know we're at the point where there's front page news stories about fucking. Superheroes. Being,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bad. But you have so you have, you have Dis- you have Disney or you have Time Warner owns DC and they start seeing sexist, you know, hashtag Suicide Squad sexist or something like that. That starts affecting their creative policy, I think. They're so scared of being labeled for shit. I think that starts eff- I mean, it used to be people wrote letters into stuff and they get a couple of letters and they kind of dismiss them. Yeah. But now you can get 50,000 people on a change.org petition and a front page story about it. And I think that starts affecting creative policy. I oh, think it's one of the reasons films suck so much. I,
1: yeah, I don't. I mean, I see what you're saying. Isn't, I think that's already happening. I don't see how it could happen any more, I feel like, than it has. Because I, I feel like it's already so so vanilla, so, you know, whitewashed. And, I mean, so now people are still picking on a thing like, oh, her shorts are supposed to be an inch more yes. the other direction. Yeah, I would say this. Whatever.
0: The definition of sexist, of a female in, in the movie, is sexist 2016, is very different than the 70s. <laughs> There's just like black girls with big tits all, were all prostitutes like with their tits hanging out. Guys, It was just like they're all the dudes were, they're all pimps you know like all the women were like stay at home like whores whatever. I mean the definition of sex has sure has changed a lot of the in the movies the last well, 30 or 40 years.
1: Well yeah I mean in in the media if, if you walk around LA you know you'll see plenty of chicks uh, flaunting their tits and ass and if you go to any bar in town there's going to be a few sluts in there trying to get laid so I don't think the sluts are like Oh, shit. We've been doing this wrong,
0: you know? Uh, but by the way, uh, we're booking tickets for Slut Walk this year. You just reminded me. Oh, the
1: Slut Walk. Yeah, yeah we got to get coming, back up on that. It's
0: coming up. I'm going to get a booth this year. Okay. I'm going to have a bigger, a bigger Slut Walk. I got princess. VIP
1: tickets last year by virtue of showing up.
0: Yes. So. Oh, we're not covering it this week, but uh, uh, Amber Rose, who uh, runs Slut Walk, you saw her comment about Wiz Khalifa putting, finishing on her face. Mm-mm. Yeah, she made it lovely. She's a really lovely gal. She made a statement this week uh, on her show about how she wants to have more babies with Wiz. Was Khalifa, because he makes great babies with her, and she asked him for his sperm, but he would only put it on her face.
1: <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> and we'll
0: end right there. Uh, it's walk, a boss move on his part. Yeah, he knows. He's I, not I get a big why
1: point. he s- said that, because he thought it was funny, and he was trying to push his boundaries, but yeah. he didn't realize what a slut that his baby mama is. that She oh, yeah. was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? And then even if you do that, that's not even that weird, but then, I guess, talking about it... Yeah, I don't know In how that public, makes you look good. Kind of strange. That
0: just, it makes him kind of look kind of, kind of cool. I don't know how it makes you look as a woman look good. But you know what? It'll all be explained at SlotWalk 2016. We'll, <laughs> we'll be there live. Brian, you coming? We got to get some long-ass extension cords so I can run. I got to be able to run. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. All right, change. The argument. You know what? Ron Tomato should start a petition to shut down change.org. What about that? Mm. I'd sign that shit. <laughs> Matt, let me ask you before you answer that last question. <laughs> Uh, Larry has a question. Larry writes, I like guys with all American names when they write emails to us. Larry wants to know, uh, with news that Suge Knight tried off Eminem back in 2001, that story came out this week, isn't it time to admit the world needs a few more Suge Knights? Uh, Last week you were talking about how Randy Quaid was a good kind of crazy. Isn't Suge Knight what rap is missing nowadays really pretty much... I mean, he tried to kill... The story is he tried to kill Eminem at the 2001 Source Awards just because he was jealous of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he sent out, like, get hired gang, uh, blood gang members to take him out at the Source Awards, and when that, that was ineffective, he sent them over to Hawaii to intercept him at a concert event in Honolulu, and 50 dudes were wearing b- body armor and had fucking machine guns or shit like that. It was real, like, uh, you know, real dark, heavy gunplay, uh, Tony Montana shit. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what exactly what rap is missing these days?
1: Uh... That era got kind of annoying. Like, every guy's song was just about, like, mass murder. It was...
0: It was but <laughs> they were fucking murdering people.
1: Yeah, I mean, Suge Knight, I mean, he's still probably pulling some strings from behind the... Uh, but if he wants to murder Eminem because he signed with Dr. Dre's label, why yeah. didn't he ever murder uh, Dr. Dre?
0: Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe he tried to. We couldn't. They, by the way, so at the, sor- at 2000, the best stories at 2001 Source Awards, nobody showed up without less than 10 bodyguards. Every rapper had bodyguards. And it was so cool back then that even the bodyguards had nicknames. <laughs> so the rappers had cool names and the bodyguards also had cool names. And they were all packing heat and the police were just like didn't know what the fuck to do because there's like the worst nightmare come true, like 300 black dudes all carrying guns all like, right, with, all beef, right. with beefs against one another in Pasadena. <laughs> it was like their biggest fear. And they, the year after they actually had to cancel the awards during the middle of the show because there was so much violence going on. Uh, I just I just think, like, people used to think about murder, but then they actually murder people. Can you picture Drake, like, with an Uzi, trying to uh, go, <laughs> mow people mow his rifles down? It's <laughs> just not happening.
1: No, but it, it, I think it had to go the other way because it was always this thing about, like... So, like, every rapper, 90% of his uh, lyrics were about, like, killing dudes, and then it'd be, like...
0: Killing dudes and fucking his bitches. Fucking
1: bitches, yeah. you know? Get and I, I don't know how Snoop Dogg, who's still, like, affiliated with the Crips... Now he's like like some kind of uh,
0: all American hero guy. Oh yeah, he's doing. He was uh, working with the mayor to try and stop violence in this in the city. All his all of his albums were about smacking hoes. Smacking hoes, grabbing his gun, shooting down his rivals. That's what every... every Isn't wrestler. it kind of condescending
1: to the black community to make that guy like the spokesman? I mean, if that was a white guy, would you have like... Well, I
0: mean, you got Ice Cube doing like family vacation movies and like, the don't date my daughter movies, silly comedies. They have grown up. I mean, there's a difference when you're 20 and you're 45. Yeah. They have grown up and uh, it's presuming they've killed, a f- each killed a few people. <laughs> you kind of let that go. I think Kinda with Ice go. Cube,
1: it was more obvious that he was doing a character. Whereas I think Snoop Dogg may have kind of believed his character for a while. Some of those other guys, like Suge Knight, too.
0: Yeah, well, these dudes. I mean, these dudes definitely came out of bad. They definitely came out of very bad urban backgrounds. They came out of very rough backgrounds, and that's also changed a lot. So the, the whole, the whole, like we mentioned Drake earlier. You know, he's a half Jewish kid from Canada who was on TV, on a kids' TV show. Yeah. You know, the background. He's not going to kill people. But these guys actually grew up around real violence and real. You know, without father figures around, they actually kill each other as teenagers. So they've seen to me, like, I always felt like the music was kind of boring, but at least there was some authenticity to it. We, don't we need him, like, Suge Knight back? Shouldn't we release Suge Knight back out there to just start shooting people again and taking bullets?
1: I mean, I saw him at the 7-Eleven by my house once, and he said, um, I, I was waiting in line, and I looked at him. He said, go ahead. And I said, all right. And I knew who it was, and I was like, I'm going to go and get out of here as yeah, soon as I can.
0: You cut in front of fucking Suge Knight. They <laughs> were cut in front of me again, motherfucker.
1: Um yeah, I mean, but that was before every fucking Nickelodeon shitbag kid had a... For some reason, instead of going in... For being on some shitty TV show, they all became rappers instead of adult actors. I never quite understood what the yeah, connection was. Yeah, it's like every, all
0: the girls became female pop stars somehow, even though they had no singing talent. You know, it has become... It's hard. To, 20 years ago, if we were sitting here talking about this, we'd say how music has become overly commercialized. Mm-hmm. But it's gotten worse. It's like... It's gotten even worse. Like I said, twenty years ago, they were actually like driving down Las Vegas Boulevard, shooting each other out of fucking limousines. Yeah, they <laughs> actually had guys with automatic weapons just firing bullets, spraying bullets at each other. Yeah, Usher over nothing. found
1: Beaver on YouTube yes. when he was like twelve.
0: Yeah, right. I think Suge Knight is like he's like a dinosaur. He's like a, t- a man out of out of time. Basically. I'm sure
1: as much as we're sitting around talking, you know, lamenting the pussy state of hip hop, I'm, I'm sure Suge Knight that may have driven him to kill even more people.
0: Yeah, probably when he ran over the dude with his truck twice on <laughs> camera. Just like he just started killing people himself. He didn't order hits anymore. He just started killing people. Himself. He killed
1: so many people, and the you know the police are like, yeah, we'll try and figure it out, but like we don't really fucking care because no. we all know you all brought it on yourselves to a degree.
0: And for the most um, part, he's only killing. Other people who kind of deserve it. So what the? It doesn't matter. It's the
1: same way you look at the freeway system, and there's a little box where are the, all the fucking ghetto is. Like, yes, kill whoever you want. You know, if you make it down to Beverly Hills, we'll fucking get someone on it.
0: Yeah, shit, um, life does not matter. Uh, he did one. He did, after the Chris Brown party, I still remember. He walked out of the, the club with three bullets in him. And, like, walked himself back to his Bentley, <laughs> got out there, like, with three bullets inside of him. I miss those guys. They just don't make guys like Suge Knight anymore. The cigar in his mouth, a real, like, just ordered hits on people.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't want him to live in the same town as me. I always drive by where Biggie was shot, and it's... um. You know, it's on the way to a lot of places. Yes. Like, uh, that was a little too close for comfort <laughs> for me. Straight bullet. Same with the Strip in Vegas. You know, we've, we've all been on the Strip. We don't want this kind of shenanigans going on. Wow,
0: you are you sound like, uh, you know, I mean? you sound a little bit like Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Very <laughs> hesitant, old Republican lady. All right, Shug, I'm, uh, I'm not contributing. Yeah, I agree. He's probably best in prison. After you kill that many people, you don't give a shit anymore. Probably best in prison. He will eventually take innocent people out. But I think that's what music especially rap music is missing these days the murder there's just there's no murders anymore
1: well there are never any rap songs about murdering people via car or no.
0: truck no Rolling over in your monster truck It's usually truck a gun so 22 inch wheels. he's still doing the best
1: he can to forward the game well he's but. like
0: 50 whatever he's got fucking diabetes and he's fat You can't just roll he can't just run and sneak up on people anymore he's got his car alright Shug free Shug night. let's fucking start the campaign I also want to thank uh, Rocco's Tavern for hosting in Studio City on Ventura Boulevard for hosting us for another week. I think our record is four weeks at one location. I think we're going to bust right past us. Come to Rocco's, have yourself a ball and a couple cocktails, two for one or seven for five like Matt's lap dances. Uh, Matt, I know you love daytime talk TV. Uh, you've watched, uh, I don't know, 10,000 hours of the show The Talk starring Sharon Osborne and other people. I refuse to learn their names. <laughs> uh, it just it really anyone who becomes a semi famous can get, and their woman can get a talk show in the afternoon. Uh, so there's Sharon, a lot
1: of slots.
0: There's a lot of slots. There's a, a lot, lot to fill. Available. Not slots, you mean slots. Sharon, it's Sharon Osborne, it's the lesbian girl from Roseanne. It's uh, the token black girl, Raven. Someone? No, Raven? no. It's no. The, the Roseanne, the one who became the daughter from Roseanne who became a lesbian. Why
1: don't they just put Caitlyn Jenner on one of these? I feel like that's the ultimate destiny here.
0: Well, because it's supposed to be authentic. It's supposed to be real women talking about real women's You're issues. You're saying
1: Caitlyn Jenner's not a real woman just because she has a penis?
0: Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay, me too. Also, you know, Republican, so not very boring. <laughs> and ball. By the way, not just you say penis like that. The whole sack is there too. Everything's there, man. It's all there. The fucking, you know. I assume she shit. I, I assume that went without saying. Yeah. Well, I mean it's not like you know, there's a whole a whole male package. She didn't do anything. Oh, you think
1: she waxes
0: it? Oh to, yeah, for sure. Do oh, absolutely. You don't want to talk with a fucking lot of pubes down there. That's gonna fucking <laughs> irritate the shit out of your teeth. <laughs> so, you you'll need that. But I mean it's a whole you know, you gotta do a lot of work when the whole thing is good, junk is down there. And when you get to be old too, that shit's hanging down and stuff like that. It's not like a you know, like a fucking little nine year old boy tranny. I mean, this is like a sixty five year old dude tranny. A lot going on now. There's there. a lot you need a lot of fucking spanks to cover that shit. Uh, so yeah, not on the talk But Sharon Osbourne was on the talk And Sharon Osborne, they opened the talk today, yesterday I don't know what the fuck it was uh, I thought the story was actually dead about Ozzy Osbourne uh, Fucking his hairdresser I thought the story had gone away But Sharon Osbourne somehow stewed over this shit and So made this big announcement on the talk They cut to her where she's just suddenly crying When they came back from commercial all of a sudden uh, Very good timing on her part And she announced that Ozzy Osbourne Is, going, is suffering from sex addiction She announced sex addiction uh, the guilt and shame of sex addiction. They he said,
1: You don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. Yes. Which I was like, Well, that's probably a better conversation to have off the air, really. Yeah, yeah right. If you're not going to do it.
0: Yeah, that was a s- complete on air. So, yeah, it's like after like a terrorist attack telling Obama, Look, you don't really need to go on and talk about this if you don't want to. Like, yeah, maybe not tonight. I mean, that's the whole reason they have the fucking show is for her to bring up fucking salacious shit about herself and the other people on the panel. Right. That's what they do. So she mentioned Ozzy has a sex addiction thing. We're going to talk about that in a second. She cried. Uh, she mentioned how it's been going on for many years. All we knew about was he fucking stooped the hairdresser, the frumpy-looking forty-something hairdresser, which to me says he wasn't even committed to having an affair. He didn't even. He's just he's lazy at the fucking hairdresser. So you're assuming
1: he did it at the hairdressing salon. Probably
0: while he was fucking getting his haircut. Like, <laughs> like it just like, you can't get. Like we talk about guys like guys choosing sexual partners based on laziness mm-hmm. and how they like will fuck the girl in the dorm room next door to them or the maid in the house or shit like that. Like they won't even go. They won't even leave and venture out to find new pussy. Right, right. There can't be any lazier than like a sixty-eight year old, sixty-nine year old dude sitting in a chair for two hours getting his hair done and then fucking the hairdresser. That's just yeah. Like, and he's
1: paying. And by the way, he's already paying her. This is not like you can fuck the DMV lady or something. You no. do have to find like a, some kind of a non-official, tangential relationship. But it's like
0: it's a place you're going to once or twice a week to sit for a couple hours, get your hair done already. You're paying her. And you probably have a private space. So like, you can't get any fucking laser in terms of finding, like, hey, who should I fuck? Oh, I, wait a minute. What about this woman I spend two hours with every single week in a, in a closed room who does my hair?
1: I would do the move where, you know, they put that black schmock on you. Yes. Just take the, take the dick out. Yes. And then once she – you casually kind of get it going. And yeah. And then once she takes the thing off, you just – You'd surprise her. Yeah,
0: I would not do that at the supercuts I go to because the <laughs> Guatemalan ladies would fucking machete that shit right off. They
1: don't put up with it. Yeah, that. they do have a lot of sharp objects yeah. nearby. No, they,
0: they left Central America because of that shit was going on. <laughs> I'm not doing that here. I'm not doing that here in the Valley. Uh, but no, so Sharon Osborne cried. She mentioned sex addiction, which apparently is a new way of saying somebody cheated or you're going to get divorced. And she cried. And then all the ladies, of course, around her. There's some dude on the panel which looked completely out of place. I'll uh, patted her on the back, say, We love you, you know, we love you. And this obviously goes to show this was not your fault, which I think was the whole point of this sex addiction claim, bogus claim, which is that, like, you know, when I wrote about this, when this first happened, it's like, it's really embarrassing when your husband sleeps with, like, some frumpy 45 year old chick because it's not like he ditched you for a hot model. Mm-hmm. He just wanted anyone who was not you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, couldn't, at some point, this is your fault because if he's like, Hey, maybe, um, tonight we could fuck and she's like no i'm busy and he's like well then this weekend we'll make time and then she like then it's your fault at some point
0: and she's like don't you have a hairdresser appointment? <laughs> well yeah also but yeah I mean, she gets old i mean look wives get old they get whatever you get tired of. Them, i get that but then then you go for like the young hot trophy girl whatever you're look if you're like a dude on the prowl like that you're gonna go for something special you're not just gonna go for like, I just need to fucking get off. I don't
1: think there's a ton of hot twenty six year olds that are gonna suck off Ozzy Ozzy. Really? I don't know about that.
0: I've been on the Black Savatories on right now, i find a few of them. Uh, girls mm, are fucking girls,
1: girls, girls. Forty year old guys, fifty year old guys. Maybe.
0: Young young women around rock stars, they just fucking there's something about that. I don't think it ever goes away. Uh, he is kind of a gross dude. But my point being like once you fuck like a slump like that it just says to the wife, the wife just sucks. That's just what it says. Right. So she turned us around by claiming sex addiction Which, therefore, then all the ladies on the the talk can say, oh, clearly, Sharon, this is not your fault. You're you're facing this horrible medical condition with your husband. (laughs) Which, by the way, I think you and I both agree is not a medical condition whatsoever.
1: If it was even believable as a medical condition, I I will use it at some point. (laughs) Sex addiction. And and claim that I have that.
0: You can't. So I was thinking about this. So there's various, uh, they're trying to claim, and and the girl, the lesbian, I I keep forgetting her name, so I'll call her the lesbian from Roseanne, said, sex addiction is an addiction just like any other. Like no It's actually not at all Like any other addiction You're born Men are born with a desire To have Constantly have sex with women Yeah They're not necessarily Born with a desire To have like cult 45s Until they like Pass out in the street And live and are homeless Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a different thing I mean yeah Guys become addicted to alcohol Or fucking video poker Or they become addicted To whatever the fuck They become addicted to Everyone's got porn Whatever it is But actually Having sex with women Is one of the things You're actually born with That's a natural instinct But you could
1: become Addicted to food But you still gotta eat Right
0: yeah, you, you totally could, but that's why I think a food addiction is not, like, is not as bad. It's, it's a more natural addiction. just you're overeating. You're doing something you're supposed to be doing, and you're just doing too much of it. Like, it's actually healthy for you in some level, and you're just going too far. You can have an exercise addiction where you exercise too much yeah. and really hurt yourself. So, you're actually starting on the premise of, like, I'm doing something healthy, and you're going too far, versus things that are just like heroin. Like, it's not like a little bit of heroin is really good for you, but too much heroin is bad. I mean, to me, that's a totally different thing. Sex addiction is like you're supposed to be having sex with women. So, you know, he didn't get laid by his wife or whatever. So he's banging the hairdresser. That's not a sex addiction. Essentially, all
1: men have a sex addiction. Like imagine. So just think about every freshman in high school. So you tell me every single dude has a sex addiction because it's like with booze. If you're an alcoholic, so I don't quite agree with this, but it's not dependent on whether or not you can get it so there's some alcoholic in like Kabul who's like I'm an alcoholic I just never never had a chance to drink a beer yeah you right
0: know? so he's got this disease but
1: the,
0: <laughs> which is easy to treat you just other uh, yeah. know there's people that drink every day who are not alcoholics right so there's yeah. I mean I, they always, I, to me they always do the thing where like how much is how poorly is this affecting your life like what consequences mm. are happening from your addiction if there's no, if the consequence is, oh, I have to come inside a lot of hot chicks, <laughs> like that's just not that bad. Well,
1: you could say that it, the consequence was that it's you know almost ruined his marriage, but
0: but that's ha- that's what sixty percent of men in marriages or something like that. That's not that's not you can't claim an addiction if everybody has it.
1: Yeah, I agree,
0: and I, I mean, I guess
1: it could be addiction in terms of. If you all right, So what percentage of guys Diagnosed with sex addiction By some quack doctor I'm sure um, What percentage of those guys Admitted to it Before they They fucked up
0: Before they got caught By their wives Yeah They're like
1: I've just been meditating And I think uh, i got a problem I've been getting laid Way too often It was like
0: the dude If you're listening to Love Line The dude in Love Line said he like masturbated Like eight times a day (laughs) Uh There was always that guy Who had to like leave work to go masturbate constantly yes that's a problem okay yeah but how many guys have that problem I mean that's not a you know and first of all all teenagers are fucking masturbating the shit out of themselves but how many guys are leaving work for half the day to go masturbate not many I don't, no. I don't notice like Joe from accounting gone all the time like there's not like most jobs are not like you it. so that's yes that's an issue you probably need some sort of therapeutic help with but that's not even...
1: that. That's just you're fucking insane. That could manifest itself with you eating 100 sandwiches a, a day or, you know, ju- just doing anything yeah, there's obsessively. Some, there's
0: probably some porn stars that have, like... You call it sexist because that's, that's what they're doing all the time. Yeah. They can't stop and it's hurting themselves and they're getting hurt by it. Or dudes who are, like, running around with prostitutes and getting fucking AIDS and shit like that and they can't stop themselves. I can see that from getting AIDS. Yeah, they can't. You can't. Where's Zika? You're Keep getting it. Yes, they do. (laughs) Over over the second or third time you get it, just just fucking shame on you. First time, shame on them. Uh, Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. There's no there's no sex addiction. The whole thing is bogus. And by the way, so what's the treat? What is he getting for his sex addiction? He's going to start with three months of outpatient (laughs) sex addiction therapy while on touring with Black Sabbath.
1: Man, I would. There's no way in hell I would go to that. I mean, I, I don't know because Sharon Osman I don't know what his marriage is like. I'd, I'd just be like, you know what? No, like we're just divorcing.
0: Yeah, like what's he doing? Is he dropping into meetings like in Indianapolis? Like well, at the church basement? He's probably hey guys. Ozzy here. Just uh, I'm an ad- and I'm a sex addict. Hi, Ozzy. Well, <laughs> like,
1: he's just, probably renting an apartment two blocks away and just going to watch TV and coming back and. So, well,
0: no, that's the the outpatient is him actually on the living in hotels on the road. When his tour is over, he's going to three month inpatient sex addiction therapy.
1: Well, dude, I would do inpatient anything because you—it's you're just on vacation. You're in Malibu. You go walk on the beach. You start yeah. a fire. And
0: by the way, you're, most importantly, you're away from your fucking sure wife. Right. And Sounds if it's awesome. anything like a drug addiction center where they have drugs constantly, yeah. where the orderlies are constantly providing you with drugs. Well,
1: imagine, right. You're <laughs> saying a bunch of sex addicts yes. being around each other? Yeah. They're going to be that, fucking nonstop.
0: Not only that, they're going to figure out how to get on Craigslist pretty fast and get some horse over there. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, I, the only person I, I've ever known uh, that got a sex addiction therapy was Tiger Woods went to sex addiction therapy after his thing with his wife made him go. And he had the weird... And he had like he had this special arrangement with the place where he could get out for an hour a day or have visitors like he had like it was like the rich guy in prison he had the special special access like the backdoor <laughs> access where he could sneak people in and he claimed they were like coming to give him art lessons and shit like that but they were all probably fucking hot young women he was banging
1: yeah and he he didn't want to be there anyway he he wanted to keep fucking but he was like man i've made a lot of fucking money so maybe i can salvage this and still find a
0: way he probably well, that actually, was before his wife took him for a hundred million in the divorce So he was looking at a $100 million bill. But
1: she probably gave him an ultimatum that he had to go, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. But I'd say he went because he was facing a a bill of $100 million. Right. And losing his wife and some custody of his kids. But Ozzy is,
1: too. But Ozzy's going to die in five years. Like, who cares? Uh,
0: Yeah, he doesn't give... I don't think he gives a shit. Although he has some weird things. She saved his life back in the day when he was really addicted to... to Real addiction to drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. He's got some weird shit where he can't leave her. Because they have had these blow-ups, and he always ends up going back to her. He's got some weird mommy thing going on with her. Uh, but he doesn't want to fuck mommy. He wants to fuck the fucking hairdresser. Oh, by she, the and by the way, before I forget, uh, the hairdresser is now suing Kelly Osborne because <laughs> if you remember, Kelly Kelly Osborne posted when she found out her dad was fucking the hairdresser, posted her cell like, phone number online, <laughs> talked about what a great blow job she gave, <laughs> and how she was a fucking whore who took advantage. Of, it was a she should sue her. Oh, she's suing the shit out of her, and and by the way, she's going to get money for that because uh, Kelly Osborne was a fucking idiot. The, the whole Osborne, just like the thing I mentioned, was how like the reason the Trump family looks so good was just the rest of America that we've seen on TV is so fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> just like the bar is so fucking low when you look at families on like reality TV. You see the Trumps, you're like, wow, what a nice, fam- what a nice family. Like a Nazis.
1: It's, yeah, it's, it's- doesn't usually work out well i mean when's the last you know in in 10 15 years we'll have a really good sample size of kids that grew up on reality tv and it's gonna be oh uh, suicide murder maybe she, she couple, is uh
0: kelly is you know been in and out of rehab she's been out of rehab she's passed out on the street constantly she's in the hospital for unknown like seizures and stuff like that meanwhile her brother has like MS. He's been in and out of rehab himself. All oh, shit! There's the one sister who, who refused to be on the TV show back in the day. You never hear about the daughter, and she's apparently very normal. Mm-hmm. She's leading a normal, normal life, and she just you know, sure they, mother put their kids through that fucking show, and now she's bitching about sex addiction. I tell you, Matt, you, me, and Caitlyn Jenner gotta go and talk about what's wrong with <laughs> what's wrong with America these days. And yes, uh, he waxes. <laughs> All right, Sharon, stop the fucking tears. Uh, women love that fucking... women love. Anytime a woman cries, women... This is why I advise all men, whenever they get in trouble, forget the sex addiction thing, just cry. Women cannot resist men. Who, anyone who cries, they just break... They melt down completely. They melt down completely. Yeah. They just even stop listening to what you're saying, and they just start patting you in the back and say, we have, we have your back, honey. Just get some of that... Um, we love you,
1: sweetheart. That... Sriracha sauce and do a nice line of it. Yes, just start you're, crying. Uh, I
0: think mean, all the girls on the talk are like, "We love you. We got you back, Sharon. You're brave. We're proud. You, you know, we got you. We have you." Like what? Like what did she really go through? I can stop that shit. Matt, keep watching the afternoon talk show. You tell me know what's going on. <laughs> keep us, keep us abreast.
1: Yeah, every once in a while, I, I turn on the TV during the day, and I just go, "This is how, This is where I die." If, and then I turn it right back off.
0: Only time Once I've ever you seen those start shows, down that line, only time I've ever seen those shows is at the doctor's office or when they're playing them or like the hospital or something like that when they're playing them. Right. They play those shows all day long because it is for people that are about to die. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Sherrod. Uh, Matt, let me ask you. We have uh, a story this week from my Shit you Not statement. This isn't even a story I don't think you even read, so this is the easiest one you've ever covered. Uh, there was someone was uh, talking about defending this Hillary Clinton. Is probably going to win for president. If for no reason, Donald Trump is fucking just in col- complete collapse mode. <laughs> he just can't stop himself from saying shit that like antagonizes the small number of people who might vote for him. <laughs> uh, I mean, he really is just like he could have. E- I think he could have easily beaten her if he just like would say if he became a statesman. If he just stopped saying stupid shit for two months, he probably would have won. But he just can't stop doing that. So I think Hillary's going to fucking win. He should have just started
1: saying the exact same thing as she was saying.
0: Yeah, he literally, If I was his
1: advisor, I'd, I'd just be like, just win on, you know, just your personality. Yeah,
0: he literally just said, make America great again for like nine months, and that was fine, right? And then he started in the, in the small number of primary elections where it's like a very mine, a very small section, cross-section of America, he could say shit about Mexicans or Muslims or shit like that, and that was fine. But then when he got to the general election and people started going like, wait a minute, what the fuck is he saying? Right. You, that's when you gotta say like, just fucking, here's the script, here's what you say every day, but he's not that kind of person, and everyone who's like praising him for being like speaking his mind and being outspoken and not being like tempered by political correctness doesn't really understand what he's saying <laughs> that's just that's a, that's what we do here on the show we're not tempered by political correctness but we don't just out and out just race bait or just say horrible things to you know to parents of like dead kids and stuff like that right. that's just like right. that's you know, beyond the pale—that's like out there. At a certain point,
1: saying I'm not politically correct is just code for saying like eh, I'm pretty racist.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, nigger. That's what it was just like. it's like. That's what it is. Uh, so Hillary's going to win. She's going to be our shrillest president ever, uh, and everyone calls her shrill. And by the way, in Los Angeles, you know this because you live in LA. You cannot say you're not voting for Hillary, or you're against Hillary, without people calling you sexist. Right. So the first thing that comes up is you must be sexist if you're not voting for Hillary. Which is utterly ridiculous because I cannot stand Hillary for. Re- I can name 50 reasons that have nothing to do with her gender. Uh, you know, starting-
1: or, they, or they say you're voting for Trump. And it's like, no, I yeah. think
0: part of this whole two party
1: thing is kind of why we're in this mess in the first place. Why don't you fucking branch out your mind a little bit? Oh,
0: yeah. You know? No, I've already said, I've announced I'm voting libertarian. I'm voting for Gary Johnson and the other old guy because they just seem like sweet, stoned ass motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, and if he's mentioned you're voting for them, they say, yeah, okay, but well, then you're voting for Trump like what or the other, probably in other states they say yeah, then you voted for Clinton it's fucking idiotic uh, but what is not idiotic is the fact that Hillary is definitely going to be the shrillest voice president we've ever had before the highest piercing most shrilling voice ever uh, someone related to her gender also just related to how fucking well not just
1: is. because she's a woman she has the shrillest voice of any female politician I can't even think of another one that has a shrill voice maybe uh, Sarah
0: Palin yeah she gets pretty shrill although I always picture her being fucked by Glenn Rice and the guys on the <laughs> team and that was probably exciting when she was doing that uh but this person wrote a story in defense of calling hillary shrill right because you can't you're not really allowed to say that without being labeled sexist i wrote that that was you yeah that was awesome dude <laughs> give yourself a raise that was, wow that was the best piece ever that was so good i know you wrote it <laughs> Matt, um, tell me what why why is it okay to call hillary shrill Because her voice is super shrill. I mean... Well, okay. Is that it, dude? I read something better than that. If you...
1: I looked at some old clips, and around 92, when she was defending her husband against affairs, it was a lot of like, well, we're just going to throw a few things against the wall and see what sticks. She did the Southern thing, yeah. And now she's got... She kind of um, became like a robot and kind of like got this demonic thing going where she can't blink and just kind of... Uh, she's just a really bad speaker, and uh, some of the science behind it is that she doesn't know how to get the proper distance from a microphone. But I think it's just that she probably has really is that bad because
0: she's short and fat,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's been a problem for me. I gotta find a mic.
1: I think she has really bad cardio, too. So she's kind of yelling from like, uh, not from her uh, uh diaphragm. diaphragm, but yeah. up through her lungs, like yeah. kind of like a Bob Dylan scenario, yeah,
0: yeah, like a screechy kid,
1: yeah, and so uh. Yeah, people are saying, like, all these articles on Huffington Post, like, if, if you say she's shrill, it's super sexist, because no one was uh, complaining about Obama's voice or anything like that. And it's like, yeah, because their voices weren't fucking annoying. Like, no. her, her voice is super annoying. And that's not even a commentary on anything about her policies. It's just, her, like, just be a fucking realist and admit that her fucking voice is annoying.
0: Yeah, it's just like saying she's short and fat. I mean, I don't think yeah. it's, it's, just, it's just her quality. And by the way, Trump voice. He scree- I think he runs out of breath, too, from being old and out of shape. Yeah. And he screams that lung-screamy that lung kind of thing all the time.
1: Yeah, but there's something about the pitch of it. Like, if someone's yes. playing a, a stand-up bass really poorly, you know, it's really not that bothersome. <laughs> yes. If they're wailing a fucking guitar in, into your, you know, an electric... Uh, they're playing you know, the piccolo, or something. The
0: piccolo, right in your ear. Yeah, that's fucking annoying. That's just much more
1: annoying, even if it's the same volume.
0: Yeah. So the Trump is the the bass being played off 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 note, and uh, Hillary is like the p- piccolo right in your ear from the fucking high school freshman third piccolo. yeah <laughs> really, I agree. It's just fucking. There's no way around. It. It's fucking annoying. And by the way, they did make fun of Obama uh, for his stuttering and pa- long ass pauses as he takes when he speaks. He does that whole Shatner thing where he takes long-ass pauses in the middle right. sentences, and they made fun of him plenty.
1: Well, uh, some people, uh, <laughs> some things. Well, it's also because he's measuring his words. Um, I think I he's to- measuring
0: his words, and he's trying to make sh- a couple things. He's trying to make sure he doesn't say anything offensive. Yeah. And two, he's trying to sound like a professor, a college professor, who always speaks really slowly. And the other thing is, I think he's just not a great speaker. So oftentimes, you pare down what he has to say. It's a fine speech. Right. But it could have been 10 minutes instead of 30 minutes.
1: So. Yeah, he does a lot of the uh, and uh, we got uh, and uh, and it, it does kind of he he starts zoning out like um, yeah like he's stoned or something.
0: If he was a if he was a white southern dude, he probably get made fun of a lot more for that than he does, but he still gets made fun of quite a bit. Either way, I f- I
1: never found it very annoying. I mean, her speech at the DNC was like I, I just got to turn the volume down, and it doesn't help that like her eyes are like bugging out of her head. Um, She's just not very personal. She's seeming very, very, um, you know, alien, very cyborg-like to me.
0: She strikes me as the mother on the block where you grew up that you didn't just wanted to avoid. Like yeah. the one with the annoying voice who just like would scream at you for getting on her lawn or like playing outside or like playing with whatever, breaking windows or something like that. She was the one mom you didn't want to piss off because her voice would just drive you nuts. Yeah, she has an old lady
1: voice. How old is she? 70 maybe? Uh, she's late 60, She's late 60s now. I mean, they they start to get, you know, uh, when their bodies start dying uh, post-menopause, you know, they start (laughs) to get these really...
0: I believe in the menopause commercials, they call it when the body starts dying. (laughs) That's really (laughs) the new name of... New name for that.
1: I mean, she just, yeah, she sounds like an assistant principal, um, you know, dictating the rules of, like, in-school suspension or something. Like, she's just reading in this very non-personable way. She's regurgitating I think
0: she understood a long time ago that she had that, when she tried to be personable, she had that, when she tried to be natively and candid, that she had that annoying quality so she made herself over into a more robot into a more robotic person yeah. to control herself versus her husband who just like says stuff off the cuff and has a good old boy thing mm-hmm. that's very natural from where he came from and he just like guffaws and like has silly laugh and like says like little quips and shit like that yeah that's him that's very natural he didn't change himself that much She actually, I think, decided, like, one of those people, like, a girl, like, 14, decided, I'm going to be big one day. I'm going to change over my accent. I'm going to change over the way I speak and my cadence and shit like that.
1: And he's also, I mean, pretty strongly identified with Arkansas. Her, she's like a fucking carpetbagger vagabond. So, like, no one even, like, she's from Illinois. I didn't know that until recently. I'm like, where the fuck is she from? New York, Arkansas? This chick gets around, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah, she does. She's pretty hot. Uh, I agree with you. And anyone who says you're sexist for not voting for her, I don't give a shit if you're voting for her or not. But the idea that she and Bill, Hillary and Bill Clinton, are the same people politically speaking, is idiotic. They're not the same person with a different gender. She is. I actually kind of like Bill Clinton. She is completely different than Bill Clinton on so many major issues. That there is not a, is you can't compare it like that. She is very she's to the right of Donald Trump on so many issues. Yeah, it's just totally different. And she has a shrill ass fucking annoying it's voice.
1: It's such a simple minded thing to say. You know, I'm with her. Like we know what you're doing. All right. Yes. Yeah, she has a vagina, allegedly. Um, she behaves like a guy, and like what she said. You know, she she's playing up the woman card. And she's saying, essentially, I'm going to be a different kind of president and a better president because I'm a woman. It's like, oh, so you're saying that you, you, women are better presidents? Maybe men are better at talking to crowds because you seem to be fucking terrible at it. Was this all the piece that you wrote? Unless you read something better.
0: <laughs> I, might have, I might have read something better. I'm going to tribute to you at mattralston.net. Check it out. Uh, Shrill Hillary. Yeah, can you imagine the next four, eight years of that shit? No. Trump's going to be the same or worse, but Jesus, I just, I can't, the next four years are going to suck. No. Let's not going to watch television anymore. So, no more Saturday morning radio, presidential radio addresses for me.
1: It's just going to be the next few months is going to be brutal. I mean, once she's elected, when's the last time you really sat down and listened to Obama talk? He's, he's there. He's here around, but yeah.
0: Well, Hillary and her dying menopausal body will go away pretty fast. That's my favorite new slogan. I'm going to try that with the old ladies I know. (laughs) Goodbye, Hillary. Uh, Matt, let me ask you. Uh, we got an email from Emma. You wrote something I felt was particularly harsh about Taylor Swift these days, And I'm more scared of Taylor Swift than I am Suge Knight, by the way. I think she's had more people killed than she's not in prison. Uh, At Emma, least he'll
1: kill you when he's awake. She will kill you while you're sleeping.
0: Yes, that's true. She does have a backstabbing quality to her. Uh, Suge Knight only runs you over from the front. He would not run into her from the back. He's got some fucking class. Uh, Emma wants to know, let me just read the question. Isn't it Taylor Swift isn't Taylor Swift the most unapologetic affected Hitler youth bitch ever in the history of horrible people (laughs) Uh, that question feels loaded to me Uh, but you wrote something this week about the fact that she uh, has just completely been unapologetic about the fact she lied about the Kanye the famous thing she's completely ignored the fact that she got caught was busted set the whole thing up then pretended that she didn't was a complete hypocrite and now is trying to Big people forget it by posting LOL cat cat videos and posters.
1: Yeah, well, it works. It, it's like if you <clears throat> don't admit that you were wrong, you know, then if if you admit you're wrong, people will just go after you even more. You know, if she if she admitted that she lied and, and apologized, you know, she'd be facing a lot worse stuff than she is now, which sucks because that's not the way it's supposed to work. You
0: know, you don't. You think people just? Is it, you think it's people that liked her to begin with to forgive her? You think just everyone just kind of forgets about shit?
1: Well, I don't know who really cares, but it seems like the people that like her would be following the thing, and it's not that complicated. Like, she said she didn't do something. They produced a video contradicting what she said. So now I think if I was, you know, like a 15-year-old chick, I'd be like, you know what? I don't like her anymore. She's kind of a bitch. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think you have the mentality of a fifteen-year-old girl. <laughs> I think you're just saying you're a fifteen-year-old girl, and just you're still mad. Don't you just hate you're when people get away with shit? Girl. You're not. That's mad as a fifteen-year-old girl. That's not an actual fifteen-year-old girl.
1: I'm obsessed with it. It's like the news cycle. They they people just get away with shit. They do something, and then you know it's like, oh man, they totally lied, and then. There's just a new story.
0: Yeah, but you could see that about politics right now too. I see. I don't know if your Facebook stream or whatever is filled with like people on both sides with like posting like how so and so lot lie- candidate lied. Mm-hmm. And they usually did lie, by the way. And they got caught by whatever, and they got four Pinocchios or some stupid shit like that. Uh-huh. No one gives a shit about that. No one pays attention to that. There's people posting twenty of those every single day.
1: Yeah, but the news cycle used to be like there were less stories, but if if we grabbed onto a story, it would at least be resolved. And now it's yes. not I don't know if that's a good thing I don't think it is You mean
0: there's no There's no media time To actually follow To actually see a th- story Through to it's like Natural moral conclusion Yeah
1: you don't see that many uh, You know Columns Like serial columns Like hey, We are checking out that um, Methane thing Over in the Porter Ranch <laughs> Or whatever <laughs> You know, it used to be like some guy would be like, well, here's the people that were responsible for that. Yeah. And that was like a, a sidebar on page yeah. nine. Like, yeah. hey, yeah, by the way,
0: they're fucking criminals, whatever. With the clickbait to the 10 worst natural gas disasters <laughs> in the world. <laughs> like, no, take it to India for the natural disasters. Uh, that, is, that is totally true. But you're going to follow up on this shit, aren't you? You're going to keep posting shit on Taylor Swift. Mm. You're not letting her get away with stuff.
1: Well, what, if I knew her, maybe I'd call her out, you know, but what am I supposed to do? Well, and
0: so as we talked about before, the media, the People Magazine, all these, they're not going to call her on it either because they want access to her. Right. So it's the same reason people don't call, you know, either Trump, Fox doesn't call out Trump or whatever it is doesn't call out Hillary because they want ac- to get cut off from access. We've seen the emails. They get cut off if they don't say the right shit. So right, same right. with Taylor Swift. People Magazine will never get a Taylor Swift cover again if they do a story about how she was a hypocrite and lied and got caught and has no remorse she's never gonna work with them ever again they're gonna lose fucking money
1: didn't MTV uh, like decide to not give her an award for some of her arbitrary uh songs because of this
0: uh this well yeah so this this cycle for the uh, video music awards she got nominated she got nominated for nothing which you have to see as being something obvious because she hey she gets nominated every year for multiple awards from them and yeah. her music ha- her music is still as shitty and video is still as shitty as they've always been yeah so the fact she got zero this year and, and uh Kanye got a whole bunch and even her ex-boyfriend got a whole bunch that's obvious it was very clear that they didn't want her to be part of it so is MTV like gangster now or what? I think MTV is owned by Paramount go through your corporate conspiracies man they're owned by Viacom and Viacom uh, maybe has something to do with the Kardashians and they want some shit and they've said no Taylor Swift yeah it's punishment shit like that this just old especially as immediate conglomerates in a smaller number of ownership groups you can get away with a lot more gangster shit than you used to, and that includes like just people like the Kardashians going forward saying we're never going to fucking work with any entity that you own ever again, yeah. Unless you cut her out of this shit,
1: yeah. There's no competition. If you're in, you're in at this point.
0: Yeah, I love that shit. Uh, by the way, uh, that was a very cute cat picture she posted. She's uh,
1: I'm not gonna lie, her cat is really cute. Her cat and is adorable, adorable,
0: adorable. So I kind of forgive her for all that shit. Uh, I just want to uh, I don't know. I just want her to admit a that she's a lesbian, and b just have some se- have a sex tape of some kind. With the track, because by the way, all her friends are almost all her friends are hot models, mm-hmm. female models. I, that would I would I'd forgive her for that shit. Just like a shower, her and like her and Stella Maxwell and a Victoria's Secret model in the shower. That's all I need. I'm, I'm a very simple. I'm, I might be a sex addict. a Very simple man.
1: I I think that she set up. I think her and Kanye have been doing this shit for a while. I think she set up that initial thing with uh, with Kanye when he rushed the stage on her.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Way back when. It's possible. These people have no, I mean, who gives a shit, honestly, but these people have no moral, there's no moral fiber there. They're not, they're going to do whatever it takes to get ratings, which, and I don't blame them for doing that. They're playing the system that, you know, the, the game they were played into. Mm-hmm. They know how the media works and how celebrity media works, all shit. Then TMZ works. They're playing that shit. Like, you know, they're all doing it, the smart ones. It
1: again seems like there could be some r- uh, racial elements involved because, you know, everyone knows Kanye is a dickweed and, uh, you know, his whore family in laws too, but um and they're kinda dark. They got a little ethnicity going. Taylor Swift is just super white from like the middle of the
0: country and She also puts no black people in her videos, by the way. No. Well I think it says that on her on her casting calls, no black people. <laughs> no it doesn't, but they're, they're, people have pointed out and it seems quite accurate that it's weird to have a music video with dancers with no dark skinned people in them.
1: Yeah, you would think at least a couple of Puerto Ricans would be involved. You
0: gotta have a couple of Puerto Ricans. That's a party. But no one's
1: I mean from what I understand she's probably a worse person than kanye because you know he's playing the villain she's playing the the all-american sweetheart yet um she's grosser than than he is but no one it doesn't seem like anyone's really bringing that up
0: yeah i just you wanted know? you to write some more pieces about this so that i can contribute to other people <laughs> uh she is horrible so you, answering emma's question is she uh, worse than hitler oh well they both like the animals they do i think if given the chance they both killed millions of jews put that out there alright Taylor Swift I'd say go away but you're never fucking going away alright for our final segment today uh, panties on a bunch Uh, I'm going to do something crazy today in panties on a bunch I'm actually going to defend the city of Rio Rio de Janeiro is it Rio de Janeiro or just Rio everyone calls it Rio Uh, de Janeiro got fucked in the Olympic slogan by the way (laughs) just Rio uh Here's the thing. So it was known from the very time Rio Rio and Brazil got the Olympics. There was obviously a huge amount of bribery involved. A lot of prostitutes going to certain places. The old boys club from the International Olympic Committee decided to go to like a third world country, which fucking Brazil is. I don't care what people say about it. It's fucking third world. Uh, It might have a lot of natural resources, a lot of money, and there's a lot of wealthy people there. It's still fucking third world. Uh, Everyone knew from the time that happened that shit was going to go wrong, right? Because it was a bad place. And so as we progress towards Rio, the, the stories in the news about how Rio's not ready, Rio's corrupt with crime, the venue's crap, and I, I've even told you this shit before. <laughs> all of that is absolutely true. It's a fucking cesspool. Olympic athletes are being robbed. The Olympic Village was made with shoddy subpar construction where pipes are bursting, all this sort of shit. And it's become vo- in vogue for the athletes and people going there now just to tweet out shit about how poor the conditions are and how they're suffering and stuff like that. And Rio really is kind of shitty. Here's my defense of Rio. I think, that all being true, that's. what about fucking Sochi in Russia and, and Beijing and China, all these other places? You go back to the history of, uh, of the Olympics, you look at the time, there was always public corruption, there was always bribery scandals, there was always subpar construction, brother-in-laws were always getting bids for the, to build shit. Shit was either falling apart right after the Olympics or during the Olympics. There have been Olympics in Munich where they actually just like took Israelis hostage and killed them. There's been worse <laughs> shit that goes on. There have been fucking gypsy kids stealing shit from tourists and all these other cities and everything like that. So, yeah, Rio might be technically, if you look at it objectively, 10% worse than some of the other cities. But this is not, like, this is not the exception to the rule of greatness for the Olympics. Rio is pretty much fits within the standard of shitty Olympic host cities and corruption and, and all the other shit that goes on. So here's my thing. Give, give Rio a chance. Yeah, come back to Rio or whatever the fuck they say. I mean, it's not that it's not that bad.
1: Yeah, because I, I guess I never thought about it, but you're right. It's never in like Santa Barbara, right? It's no. always someplace with a few issues. And um, when you get that many people in one place, isn't crime gonna? Isn't some shit gonna go down just with the sheer number of people involved? Oh, you
0: don't think like when they, the Olympics in LA are always considered the best run Olympics ever? Because they may actually be the only Olympics that ever made money for the host city. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was run by Peter Uberoth, who was a businessman and a real systems guy and stuff like that. You don't think there's a lot of fucking uh, petty crime going on around USC, around the stadium, (laughs) like with all the people from France and Germany there and shit like that? I mean, those people, like, French and Germans get fucking mauled every time they come to Santa Monica they're always like they're always the ones who get fucking robbed and beaten and held up at gunpoint well and just
1: large numbers of groups of people that hate each other yes like you know the fucking uh, French and the you know reliving uh,
0: the wars and shit like that
1: well you know Israel sends a team Saudi Arabia sends some people over like there's gonna be some, some
0: conflicts yeah for sure and it's and Rio, yes. Rio is perhaps a little more corrupt than I don't know some whatever last city last city was in the Montreal, perhaps. Yeah, but not by a lot. Government government officials are corrupt wherever you go. Contractors are taking bids from wherever's shit. The International Olympic Committee is just going on who bribes them the most. I think you could you could make a case
1: that the worse the the city is, the safer the Olympics will be because in a normal city like in America you can't just purge the problem people yes. out of there oh you, yeah you can't just fucking you can't set the
0: special police in to like round up the, the homeless and just fucking shoot them and put them in graves <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean
1: maybe that makes it even safer
0: I think it's one of those things where people like you know they sort of like it's a, gl- a glory days kind of thing they just kind of look back at old Olympics and think how great they were mm-hmm. but all these fucking same problems went on the, all the Olympics there's always been corruption these guys have always fucking chosen the city based on who gives them the most money and who, who what prostitutes get the best blowjobs Mm-hmm. That hasn't changed at all. What's actually changed is the people of Brazil actually have revolted against the, the, you know, the state and the government for having the Olympics there when they said this money should be spent on better things. This is actually the first city, because it's third world, where they've actually had protests in the streets... Saying we didn't want the fucking Olymp- we didn't want the fucking Olympics, man. Yeah. You're spending, you know, two hundred million dollars on a stadium that's going to collapse after the thing. We could have used some fucking food, or at least some free tickets, yeah. <laughs> or just some fucking uh, some corn, <laughs> some shit like that. So Andrew Bogut, Andrew boget from the it uh, wasn't the Golden State Warriors trade in the offseason to of the Dallas Mavericks. He's been posting like hashtag IOC luxury luxury housing or some shit like that, right, to make fun of how crappy the Olympic Village is. Showing himself in pictures of like. Sewing his own shower, shower curtains together and stuff like that, <laughs> dude. You know what? You know, the guy from the Sudan is like happy with that shit. Second of all, you le- you make twenty million dollars a year. Where are you going to travel to? That's not a fucking five-star fairmont hotel where you're gonna be happy yeah i mean the olympic villages are not supposed to be luxury accommodations it's supposed to be a place to stay for a week shower shit and get ready i mean it's it's supposed to be like a dorm it used to use dorm rooms right it was a usc dorm rooms when i was in la
1: yeah what do you want a fucking
0: cocktail hour yeah and, and by the way you can stay like some people do in a fucking luxury hotel if you want to he was trying to be with his team it's not that fucking bad you you and i have stayed in worse places like yeah. in your motel in LA, I'm sure, is a lot worse than the Olympic Village in Rio. Place I had to
1: lay down the pillow deposit.
0: Yes. In Portland. And by the way, the Olympic Village is just hounded by fucking probably the more attractive, good looking prostitutes. And you're close to the beach. It's not that yeah. fucking no bad. No one's dude.
1: bringing up the fact that Usain Bolt is fucking, you know, every Swedish uh, 1,500 meter chick. Uh, yes. I mean, shit, I'd rather stay there than. Holiday Inn or
0: something. You think it gets in and out in nine point nine seconds? <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Uh, also, by the way, the Olympics were never set up so that guys who have a hundred million dollars in the bank could compete in the Olympics, like, could fly in on their private jets and, like, you know, compete for one event or something like that, then leave for their with their co- in their Coke sponsored airplane. Yeah. You know, it used to be the dudes in the seersucker suits, like waving to people on the bo- on the boat on the fucking third class steamership thing. They took like a ten day shit where they got vomited all over the place and went to this place. So they'd, like live in a fucking hut and like race for like two weeks yeah it's changed these guys are professional athletes now of course they're used to going to like events like, to, you know, they're in the NBA. Of course, he's just to in a fucking yeah. tight By the way, hotels. Andrew
1: Bogut, feel free to uh, purchase accommodations for your team. I'm sure they're not
0: going to turn them down, are yeah. they? Yeah, or just don't play in the fucking Olympics. It's not a national thing anymore. So anyhow, Rio, I, I think I, I'm going on record as being the only person who's defending Rio. You defended the shrill Hillary <laughs> haters. Shrillery. <laughs> the shrilleries. Uh, I'm defending Rio. And at first. By the way, I've written so many things about how crappy Rio is this was a big turn for me. Not as big as Caitlin if I can get tits, but this is pretty close. Uh, I mean, I just, the more I thought about it, I'm like, I'm making fun of Rio and all this shit going in Rio. I'm like thinking like, I bet this shit happened at other Olympics and it did. You know, the, Russian, the fucking Sochi, the Olymp- Russian Olympics, the accommodations were so incredibly fucked up. People forget, they, the guys, the snowboarders are putting their hands through the wall. They are actually like taking their hand and just pushing it through the wall to show how shoddy the construction was. Like, yeah, I was just pushing, making holes, and they were, like, guys would get locked out of the room because the locks didn't work, so they just, like, walk through the walls and shit like that. (laughs) I mean, that stuff was so bad. I mean, Rio's not the first place to have shitty Olympic construction.
1: What are they complaining about, though? I mean, when when you go to the track to run the 100 meter, you can give your coach your wallet and your cell phone, right?
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think you're allowed to do that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just mean what? Like, what's yeah. the big
1: fucking deal? Like, someone's gonna steal your socks? Or it's,
0: I mean, there's been a couple Olympic athletes who so have already been held up at gunpoint already. So, like that, I can see that. You gotta stop the fucking guns. I can see that part. But in terms of the accommodations and the fact that, like, you know, the well, okay, there is the Olympic Lake where it's like smells like fetid shit and stuff like that. People they're advising people not to drink the water if they fall into it. <laughs> okay, that's that's and there was a dead body that washed up on one of the one of the venues. That's a little bit beyond can give you that. To <laughs> that could happen that could anywhere. That easily could have happened in Miami or Los Angeles. All right, Rio, you're fine by me. I wish I was down there, actually. Uh, fuck the Re- uh, Zika thing. Uh, Hope Solo uh, is uh, making fun of Zika virus, and the Brazilians are yelling Zika at her as she plays her games in Brazil. <laughs> Which uh, God bless the Brazilian people. They don't understand how they're making fun of themselves by doing that.
1: Yeah, you can't really. I don't think she's that humiliated. Like, um, you can just go on the internet and find, like, up close, like, asshole pics of Hope Solo. Like, yeah. And, you know, she also beat up her nephew, uh, several DUIs. She's just a nightmare. Like, I don't think that's really psyching her out too much.
0: By the way, now I'm thinking about why I told you before the show I thought she was from Alaska. It was beating up her nephew in the several DUIs. I just, right, assumed, right. I just assumed she was from Alaska. Seems li- yeah. I mean, like, yeah. mean, That's like
1: a Palin family thing, right? Washington State, Redneck, I mean, same thing. Yeah, it's very similar. Uh, not a lot of diversity.
0: Uh, all right, Rio, you're fine by me. That's it for the show. Matt, you have something you wish to pimp and promote?
1: Uh, find me on Twitter at Matthew Dot net? Uh, I or, and, and, yeah, Matt dot net. Oh, oh I, thought you
0: were, I thought you were ordering French fries, Mark. Uh, I want to thank Rocco's Tafford in Studio City, the new home of the Last Man on Earth podcast. Two for one
1: drinks all day until four, is it? Yes. And then they have a late night one that's two for one too. So you, you can get like one cocktail and it's it's like three three cocktails. It's like, you, like it comes in a
0: bucket. Yeah, I think you give them like ten bucks and you open your mouth and you just pour liquor down your throat. <laughs> you will. You will get the in- you will get the intended effect. Don't forget, Buzz. Uh, doing anything as same as drunk doing anything. But don't come here and kill us, or anything. Uh no, don't do that. Don't shoot. shoot, shoot aim for the middle guy. <laughs> Brian, sound engineer the stars. Bless you. This is Lex. Last Man on Earth. We're out.